Good afternoon. This is Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting, and today we are here to recap week 14 of the NFL. And today I am followed by Nick, Sean, Nick. <sighs> yeah, so this, uh, this first game I'm going to recap is the Jets and the Bills game. And, um, you know, I always have to start about the winning team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well, the winning team, well, all of us were winners except one of us. We'll get into that later. But uh, we'll start off with my team. Why not? Uh, the Buffalo Bills beating the Jets here. Um, now, there are some offensive concerns in this game. Uh, definitely not the greatest game. And for all the critics that want to say that the Bills should be blowing out the Jets, I mean, I think we just got to look at something real quick, and I think we got to acknowledge the fact that the Jets' defense is actually elite. This might be a Super Bowl-winning defense, uh, if I'm being for real. Like, this defense, they eliminate one half of the field, sort of like with the Deion Sanders effect with Sauce Gardner, because you cannot throw it Sauce Gardner's way. And so, like, when you, like, when you eliminate one half of the field... It makes defense that much easier, and they have a great <clears throat> middle linebacker on C.J. Mosley, who's just, like, elite, and he does a lot of film to be ready for the next day. But uh, this is a great win. You know, I said, for divisional games, we want the Bills to win games like this because <clears throat> we don't want the Bills winning in shootouts because they, twi- like, they waste a lot of stamina and energy. As of right now, the Bills are just playing for seeding to, to maintain the number one seed and um, to be first place team. Yeah, and the um, <clears throat> Buffalo Bills had a decent game. I don't think Josh Allen played that crazy. Um, it's honestly a little bit embarrassing. You guys, uh, Josh Allen was just barely over 50% completion percentage, just by a little bit. Um, but it was an okay game by the Bills, and they pretty much shut down the Jets' offense almost completely. But that that mostly has to do with the fact that Mike White was just in, uh, just in and out of like the blue tent for the whole game. I mean, Mike White just kept going down and then coming back and playing on the field again. He was just um, very banged up after that game. Um, yeah, and uh, you know nothing from James Robinson this game who um, I, I was personally very high on coming into uh, New York. But um, it looks like Knight, the uh, undrafted rookie running back, is uh, starting at this point, which is um, honestly a little bit sad because they wasted a few draft picks getting James Robinson, and, yeah, that's not looking like the best decision right now. Yeah, uh, an overall great win by the Bills. Um, without Von Miller, who was a key player for the Bills. I mean, the Jets have not been playing their best football the past couple of weeks. I mean, they could have beat the Vikings last week. And I mean, it was possible that the Bills, uh, the Jets could have beaten the Bills, you know. And I mean, I think they're 7-6. and six. I mean, I would love to see the Jets make the playoffs. Um, they're a good team. Um, you know, a good New York team. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Jets are poverty. Um, but overall, I mean, 
we could potentially see the Jets being a last seed in the wild card. <laughs> I mean, they're really... I mean, they play the Lions who have been on fire recently, so... <laughs> Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and, um, the, uh, the Bills, you know, they played, they played good against the Jets. I mean, you know, what do you expect? The Bills are one of the best teams in the league, but Josh Allen had a lackluster performance. Um, I would say, you know, Mike White played again. You know, he did what he could as a former bench player. And uh, didn't <laughs> any uh, you know didn't really um, but he didn't play to expectations but he did do what he had to do um, out there but uh, uh, I do have to say now that the Jets are gone uh, the Patriots are now in the wild card so good for you Nick finally W now, uh, this next game I want to recap is part of the reason why we're laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is the Giants and the Eagles game. And boy, oh boy. Can we just move on? Like, it's actually just like an ongoing joke now. Like, literally, they're expected to lose against the Eagles. I don't know why we're even, like, talking about this right now. Listen, they're the best listen, team in the league. Listen, why are we talking We don't mind the Giants losing to the oh. Eagles. But when they put up 50 on your head, I mean... 48, 48, 48. Dude, their bench unit scored on you guys. That's sad. Their bench scored. Boston Scott, you remember that guy? (laughs) He scores two touchdowns a year. And it is the two times he plays the Giants. It is actually insane. Oh, oh my Lord. Listen, Jalen Hurts is an MVP conversation right now. Um, Him and Mahomes. I think right now are the two top spots. <laughs> All I want to say is, I remember that this team, I remember saying that this team was a fluke. And, well, I, I look, <laughs> a lot of Giants fans were throwing shade at me for saying that, you know, I'm dissing their team. And that I don't respect the Giants, which is true. I don't respect the Giants because it's what they do. And after the bye week, they have won one game. And that one game that they won was against the Texans by eight. Um, Yeah, and their point differential is at (laughs) negative 30. (laughs) Negative 30. Brian Dable is not coach of the year. As I said, and as I predicted, if he managed to lose six games with that same Bills roster that we have this year, he's going to manage to lose at least eight or nine with a worse roster. It just is what it is. But uh, yeah, the Giants' downfall is slowly happening, and I cannot wait till next week. And I, uh, I see that Sunday night football loss by the Giants to the Commanders because Taylor Heineke will destroy at home. I try to keep my composure. Um, it's 
actually embarrassing that the Patriots are considered to be better than the Giants right now. <laughs> I, I just it's it's actually so embarrassing. I I I don't know. I don't know. There's there's nothing. I I don't even feel like analyzing this game because it's just it doesn't make sense to. I mean, the Eagles are like a really good team and they're the best team in the league. They lost one game and I didn't expect much from the Giants, but uh, you know, letting the bench score that much and then, you know, 48, not 50, 48, by the way. Um It's it's not fun being a Giants fan right now. That's all I have to say for that. Since since Eli left, um, I've just been sobbing at the thought of the playoffs. Like even even right now, like it, the Forty Niners. We we were we were gonna face the Forty ers Now we're like what last in the division. So, um. Who, who do we face now? I, I don't even know. We're in the wild card, I think. So. Uh, a team better than you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. That would be really funny. <laughs> you know, I think the Giants, I mean, we've been worrying about when <laughs> this time was going to hit. And... This kind of proved that the Giants were good in the beginning of the season. Well, they were 6-1. and one, And then decided to lose a couple games straight. And then uh, become a team that could lose a wild card spot. And now it's kind of looking like it's over for the Giants. You know, I think one more loss, and they're even with their record. <laughs> um, I mean, that's got a lot to say. Um, Saquon Barkley being healthy and not doing anything for the team. I mean, he hasn't been – I mean, he's been there a couple games here and there, but he needed to be there against key games. And against the Eagles, look, the Giants were not expected to win, but, I mean – Losing by over 20, I mean, that's just it's a disappointing game. I mean, I mean, I thought the Giants would at least do a little bit better. But, I mean, that proves that the Eagles' defense is pretty elite. Oh, well, uh, now, uh, Nick, uh, well, I know you said not to spend a lot of time talking about this game. And I think I'll fulfill your promise, Tofa. I'll not spend a long time uh, talking about this game. I'll actually spend a very long time talking about this game because I think it's just about time to do something that I haven't done since the Buffalo Bills loss against the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's just about time for a full recap of the Eagles versus Giants game. Okay. Starting off at quarterback, Jalen Hurts went 21 for 31 for 217 passing yards and two touchdowns. No picks. I mean, Jalen Hurts is looking very, very, very elite. 
I mean, this is 100% the MVP of this season. Um, definitely much better than, I don't know, some scrub like, uh, you know, Mr. D- Daniel Jones. Okay. Well, however you say his name. Um, then we go into rushing. And in terms of rushing, uh, Miles Sanders really had a really good game. He went 17 for 144 rushing yards and two touchdowns, which, uh, you know, he was backed up by Boston Scott. Um, and Boston Scott went for 33 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it's even incre- it's really incredible how good the rushing game is with the Eagles. And that's just rushing by the running backs. Jalen Hurts went for seven rushes for 77 rushing yards and a touchdown. I mean, Jalen Hurts with almost 300 yards, three combined touchdowns, and a very, very, very good passer rating. I mean, Jalen Hurts really is looking like the MVP this season. In terms of receiving, we have A.J. Brown, who came from the Titans during the 2022 NFL Draft. Um... Had four receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. And A.J. Brown, his production really hasn't even decreased. It's, it's honestly increased since being traded to the Eagles. I mean, he's just consistent. He gets 70 or so uh, uh, receiving yards a game. He's just incredible. And um, he really dotted up, you know, people on the Giants. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. Who, do you even know who your starting cornerback is? I don't even know anymore, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then we have yeah, a scrub, yeah, such a scrub. And then we have Devontae Smith, who went for five receptions and sixty-four receiving yards and a touchdown, really helping out my fantasy team. My fantasy team too. Mr. Um, uh, I don't even know who this is, but Cal Katerra had two receptions for twenty-four yards. It's honestly embarrassing that a player. Who I can't, I don't even know who they are. I'm pretty sure they're a rookie tight end. I'm pretty sure. You know, I only know because I play Madden. Um, had more receiving yards than Saquon Barkley, who really has been very consistent with his, uh, you know, he makes a lot of catches. Um, but still, their backup tight end, uh, I, I think that's their backup tight end, did better than you. Um, then we have, I don't even know, Stahl had two receptions for 20 yards. I don't even know. Exactly. But he dotted you guys. He, he messed you guys up. Yeah, I know. It's just sad. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Quez Watkins, who has just burner speed, uh, had four receptions for 19 yards. And then Miles Sanders had a reception for 11. Zach Pascal had a reception for five. Boston Scott had a reception for four. And Kenneth Gainwell had one reception with no yards. Um, defensively, um, <laughs> Uh, I'm seeing, you know, there weren't any interceptions thrown by Daniel Jones, um, which was, yeah, actually really surprising. But a lot of tackles on the defense, just good, solid defense. Uh, you know, Brendan Graham had three sacks, which is just, uh, uh, wow, it's actually a really good game for him. Um, kick returns, Boston Scott, uh, who has, you know, as, as Lucas said before, has his best games against the Giants. Had three returns for 117 yards uh, on the kickoffs. And, you know, it's just great. And even Jake Elliott got, uh, had a combined 12 points uh, for the whole game, which made up, uh, you know, uh, like a third of the points that they scored. Just a fourth, whatever. Uh, who cares? But, you know, the real issue is, um, wow, the Giants <laughs> suck. <laughs> 
Oh. Though, something... I think we might actually have a QB controversy here. <laughs> Daniel Jones um, was doing awful. So they threw, in, they threw in Tyrod Taylor. Oh my God. Tyrod Taylor went 5 for 5, 47 passing yards and a touchdown, and rushed for 2 carries and 40 yards. Tyrod Taylor, who has been to, I don't even know, like 20 teams at this point? and is probably getting close to his 40s, is still outrushing Daniel Jones and outthrowing Daniel Jones. Wow. The Giants suck. Been on the Giants for... 16 minutes. Yeah. yeah. No. The whole thing is 16 minutes. Which is basically... Um, yeah, and uh, if the Giants we best... one minute on that Bills game. If the Giants, maybe under. If the Giants' starting QB is Tyrod Taylor, as a Bills fan from experience, I can tell you that's not going to end well. Definitely. Well, actually, actually, oh, yeah. funny enough, no, I really all the teams just... that Tyrod Taylor has been to um, and has started a few games for, uh, Tyrod Taylor has gotten injured in almost all of those instances, Ooh. and the team has found their franchise quarterback. I think they call it the Tyrod Taylor curse. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, maybe you gotta hope that Tyrod Taylor uh, starts for the rest of the season. Sign Baker Mayfield and, next year. Oh no, I don't. I I don't think that's the way to go here, buddy. <clears throat> Anyways, how about we uh, we talk about Monday Night Football, shall we? Now, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, unfortunately, one Nick is unluckier than mm. the other. But Nick, your Patriots won, and uh, with the Jets' loss. Kyler Murray. Uh, with the Jets' loss, I think I think with the Jets' loss here, the Patriots are looking at a playoff spot. <laughs> and, you know, I think once again, people want to blame Matt Patricia for the play calling, but... Uh, that is his fault. Uh, please wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he looked like a genius this game, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, um... Uh, I mean, the receiving for the Patriots is what I like a lot. Since they don't have a bona fide number one wide receiver, and they don't really have a threat on offense that isn't named Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson, and, I mean, they're both subpar at best. So what they do is they spread the ball around, which has actually been working for them perfectly. And uh, without Jacoby Myers and Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, Literally giving you eight yards. Um, this Patriots team found the way to win. And, again, I'm not the biggest fan of the Cardinals this year. Kyler Murray did go down to a non-contact injury. Uh, change the turf. Please. Please change the turf. That is like, like that is just horrifying. You know, you don't want to see that in a, in a star player. Quarterback Kyler Murray. But... It's fine. Uh, Colt McCoy didn't do too bad against Bill Belichick's defensive scheme. And uh, right now we're looking at uh, another one of our favorite teams being a playoff team. So we all know Sean and I's favorite team, the Cowboys and the Bills. We're, we're going to be fine. Now the Patriots, the Patriots, they might make the playoffs. However, the uh, the Giants season... Uh, 
it Wet rests. Field. Yeah. It's now 17 minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is now it is now up to Sunday night football in Washington, not DC, just Washington, hoping that uh you guys finally can win a game after the it's second half happen. of this. We're going to finish at 500. <laughs> um and yeah, I mean listen, I wouldn't be surprised. The Jets are known for imploding. So if they lose against the Lions, <laughs> Anyways, this is a good one for the Patriots and uh enjoy your playoff spot for down Nick. Well the successful Nick, not the Giants. Oh yeah, you're right. Um Well Lucas made a comment, um, ignorantly, saying that Matt Patricia looked like a genius in this game. I was joking. Matt Patricia <laughs> Attempted, I believe, 11 or 12 screenplays that whole match. I mean, we got the win, but I'm not happy, to be completely honest. Yeah, Mac Jones threw good, um, and Pierre Strong or whatever his name is, I have no clue who this is, had a decent game. Um the flaws are still there. No. Yo, Pia, you want to come out? I'm still waiting for the comment that that's saying, you know, this guy Pierre did better than the entire Giants. <laughs> I'm just waiting, you know. I just want to make it myself. Technically, <laughs> techni- technically, he did. But um, you know, there's some context there. You know what I mean? I, I'm just kidding. There is no context. Pierre Strong is better than the entire Giants rushing uh, scheme. Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong. Junior. Pierre Strong Jr. Who's that guy? Yeah, that's really the question. Well, Mac Jones went 24 for 35, 235 passing yards and an interception, um, which um, it's good. It's typical Mac Jones stats. Um, Mac Jones is always uh, – Pretty accurate with the ball. Um, he was making a lot of really good uh, on-the-run throws. Um, you know, because this was, you know, my uh, <laughs> weekly uh, Patriots game, which is just about the only game of football that I, I watch every week. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Mac Jones was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was a good match. It was fun. <laughs> but um, it's just crazy how, you know, when Matt Patricia, the goat from the Lions, um, when Matt Patricia stopped running screens, he threw a, uh, Mac Jones threw a 30, 40-yard pass to Hunter Henry that led to a um, three- or four-yard rushing touchdown by Pierre Strong. Um, it's just... We gotta stop with the screens. We gotta stop with the rushes up the up the gut on third and long. I mean, the the offensive scheme is just terrible, and we're gonna lose as soon as we get into the playoffs if we keep playing like this. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but at least Classic we may we we may no lose we may Classic. lose in the playoffs. But at least we will go down in the playoffs. Please stop coping.
the Patriots. A good win for the Patriots. I mean, they're seven and six. They play the Raiders next week, who have been playing kind of well lately. If I'm gonna be honest, um, you know, I'm kind of waiting for the Raiders to kind of step it up a little bit more, try to make a last wild card spot. Um, but for the Cardinals, um, Kyle Murray most likely <laughs> tore his ACL. Um, I hope his injury, I hope he has a good recovery, speedy recovery. Um, Cardinals fans, I mean, <laughs> last year they started 7-0. and I don't know if you guys remember that. And now, they're now one of the, not one of the worst teams, but one of the teams that need help in the NFC. Um, you know, I think... Maybe they need to look out for a better quarterback. Um, but, I mean, the Cardinals, they're not touching the playoff field this year. The Patriots, however, they could. You know, and I think we'll definitely see some Mac Jones playoff time. <laughs> would you like to? Yeah, I would actually like to uh, comment on Kyler Murray. Uh, personally, I think he's faking this injury to play more COD. Um, <laughs> but Facts. Other than that, I mean, you know, congratulations to the Patriots for getting a wild card spot. You know, I said it earlier. Um, I'll say it again. You know, I have um, absolutely uh, zero confidence in the Patriots. And, uh, you know, I, I just – I know they're either going to lose the playoff spot or they're just going to lose in the playoffs. So. And you have more confidence in the Giants? No. Not, oh, I never okay. said that. I never said that. Um, <laughs> Didn't you make a comment last week that you were going to be switching teams? No, I was kidding. It's a kidding. It, it's a joke. Come to the Cowboys side. Ew. 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 Yeah, so that, um, that, uh, that Kyler Murray comment, I mean, maybe funny, but, uh, the same time look like a serious injury. And if there's one thing, do listen, I don't hate Kyler Murray. And, I actually feel bad for the guy. He was crying. He genuinely wanted to play on the football field, and he did not yeah, like okay. what happened More to him. And, um, yeah, it was a tragic thing to see, and it was, it was, it was horrible sightseeing. Uh, however, this next game I want to recap, only for my personal interest and my fun in making fun of teams, uh, we're going to talk about the Dolphins and the Chargers. Now, Ah, if you've been a listener on this podcast, you understand and you know the hatred, the absolute hatred I have for the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, didn't I say he sucked? I think Tua is basically another Saquon, where in the beginning of the year, when no one's paying attention and no one's taking anything seriously in the NFL, they decide to play so good. And now, when stuff is getting serious, playoff pushes are coming, and teams are making, uh, and teams are playing more serious. Uh, film is out. We start to see players that were quote unquote good in the first half play horribly, like Saquon Barkley, like the Giants, like the Miami Dolphins into a tag of lawyer. I mean, listen. This is what I say all the time. The Dolphins, they're going to find a way to choke. They are now two games behind the Bills. 
and they put up 17 points in a uh, in a very ugly matter. I think one of their one of their touchdowns had to have been. I don't even know how they got this the second one. I can't tell you. However, um, I think my main concern here is the Dolphins seem to be the only team that cannot run the ball on the Los Angeles Chargers. I think the Chargers are the 29th team when it comes to rushing defense and rushing yards allowed per game. And the Dolphins rushed for 92 yards the entire game. I mean, we've seen people put up 92 yards rushing in one quarter against the Chargers defense this year. And I mean, like, like this is just sad. I think I have a, I think I have a stat here that shows, uh, yeah, to attack Valoya. I think going into the fourth quarter, he was three for fourteen on pass attempts. He had twenty-five yards and a passer rating of thirty-nine point six. Yeah, this was going into the fourth quarter, indeed. Now, you want to tell me, Miami? How this guy is going to lead you to a playoff win. How this guy is going to win the big game against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, even the Patriots. Uh, powerhouses in the AFC that have been there. Uh, how are they going to win? And, I mean, like, let's not get under defense either. Defense has been atrocious. I mean, Justin Herbert, a guy who's been playing subpar at best this year, threw for 367 yards. I mean, this game was insane. They let Keenan Allen get 12 receptions. You guys have Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. I don't get it. The Dolphins suck. They're not going anywhere. And um, have fun, Dolphins. Cry, Miami. I don't like you guys. And, uh... When the Buffalo Bills stomp you in Buffalo this week, I'm going to come back next week laughing, all happy, because I hate the Miami Dolphins, and this is what they deserve. Yeah, and I've been high. I, I've been high on the Dolphins since the start of the season, <clears> and <throat> rightly so. Uh, they were very, very, very elite at the start of the season. They even beat the Bills, if you can believe that. Uh, but, man... This has just been one incredible fall from grace from Tua Tagovailoa, who nobody here can pronounce. Um, yeah, finishing the game 10 for 28, 145 passing yards and a touchdown. Better than Daniel Jones. That is not better than Daniel Jones. That is significantly worse. But he is better as a player. No, not Not really. <laughs> not really. And he's also a lefty, so, you know. A decent game from Tyreek Hill, but, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson, who I'm sure we'll get to later, had a much better game uh, with, like, 120 receiving yards, and Hill only had 81 receiving yards and a touchdown, which means that Justin Jefferson is currently leading the league in receiving yards, um, and Hill is second. That's a little bit irrelevant. I think the real issue is that I'm... pretty sure that it was the start of the fourth quarter, late the third. Tua Tagovailoa was somewhere along the lines of 3 for 16 for 
26 passing yards. I mean, up until he had that one uh, one play uh, where he threw for like 60 yards or something, um, he's just awful. Yeah. I mean, Tua is really bad. But uh, on the flip side, I think Justin Herbert is looking really elite. Uh, I mean, he, he started off the season very rough, and Lucas was trashing on him quite a bit. Uh, but I think Herbert has more than established himself as the same man that he was last year and the year before that. Herbert is an elite quarterback, and uh, I think he's going to continue to play good for the rest of the season and play good for the foreseeable future. You know, I think the Dolphins have just been overhyped. I mean, now they're... Eight and five. I said they were going to win the division. I was clearly. I mean, anything could happen. <laughs> anything could really happen. You know, the Bills could lose in Buffalo, and then the Bills could lose again next week, and the Dolph. Anything could happen. Um, you know, I think it's anything is really possible in the world. Um, I mean, the Packers beat the Cowboys. I mean. Packers are terrible this year. Any, anything could happen. Um, moving on. I mean, just, uh, I mean, I don't know. The Chargers, they're looking like a real competitive team, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of liking how uh, Justin Herbert has been playing the last couple of games. I mean, he's definitely doing something right, bringing this team to a positive record. Um, Keenan Allen doing well. Austin Eckler doing extremely well. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd be kind of scared to face those two in the playoffs. Um, the, their defense is all right. Uh, not so much to say, but those dynamic trio right there, I mean, that's just, that could ultimately bring the Chargers to the wins. Uh, you have Joshua Palmer as well, but. I mean, most likely, Justin Herbert is going to want to throw to Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Uh, yeah, and uh, as much as I hate Herbert, I was a Herbert fan this weekend, especially that Sunday night football, because I just had to. I had to see them stomp on the Dolphins. And, um, well, it happened, and it made me really happy and delighted. Because I think the Bills are looking good for the number one seed. You want to talk on Chargers game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to just touch on uh, Justin Herbert for a sec. Um, you know, I think I, I've seen rankings. I've seen. I still think Justin Herbert is overrated. You know, and I've seen so many rankings of him being top three. I don't see him as one of those guys. Top three rookies. I don't see him to be that guy. I mean, I, I top ten, top five. I don't think top three. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. But you can make an argument. But uh, I just don't. I think Justin Herbert is a five or a four. I don't. I don't see him as a three. Fair enough. And uh, this next game we're gonna recap is uh, it's the Bucks and the Niners. <laughs> and wow, I did not see this one coming. Now. You see, 
I did say last podcast that the Niners are a team that does not need an elite quarterback to win football games because their team is just so talented and they're so good. And especially their defense, it's going to go a long way. However, um, Tom Brady getting outplayed by Mr. Irrelevant, uh, the last pick in the draft, Brock Purdy is a is kind of insane and I mean this just comes to show you once again when Tom Brady does not have a number one defense, he is not as good as people think. Alright? The the years he won, he had the number one defense, and uh, Nick can probably tell you that because of his Patriot fanness. But even resorting back to the last year, uh with Tom Brady and the Patriots, we've seen um struggles and that struggle was because he does not have the number one defense. Defense only wins championships because defense creates momentum. And I mean, listen, the Niners eliminated the rushing game for the Bucks. They had 69 yards rushing. And Tom Brady threw the ball 55 times, and it resulted into nothing. I mean, the Bucks got seven total points. They allowed 21 points in the second quarter. I, I mean, this game was just bad. It was horrible. And so, like, it was so horrible. I had no idea why they did not take out Tom Brady. Might as well put Blaine Gabbard out there. I mean, they didn't have any better option. And, I mean, I, th- I think this just comes to say, I mean, McCaffrey on the ground was insane. <laughs> I mean, they have this Jordan Mason guy who's... A rookie, and he didn't look too bad the other day either. I mean, this Niners team is deep. I mean, they're going to make it far. Man, what did I tell you guys? Late October, he played against the Chiefs, and Jimmy Garoppolo was just doing awful that one. They were losing by a, a large amount, if I remember properly. And they threw Brock Purdy in because Trey Lance was injured. And Brock Purdy, well, he didn't do exactly that well. But some of his plays just showed some of the talent that he he really did provide in college. And like I said, uh, I'm pretty sure I said this last week. I don't really remember. But I've been watching this guy. I I mean, I remember seeing his highlights from college um, a a few years ago. And Brock Purdy is just a stud. Brock Purdy is, I, I don't even, this is Mr. Irrelevant that we're talking about, who actually played incredible, who I, I would say played better than Josh Allen this week. I mean, statistically, he played much better than Josh Allen. Um, I think he played better than half the quarterbacks this league, and to think that that's the last person taken in the draft, I mean, this is really history, um, because uh, Mr. Irrelevance really don't ever see see the field, um, let alone a Mr. Irrelevant who's a quarterback. Um, I mean, Brock Purdy is their third string, so uh, this is like some Tom Brady-level stuff where all the cards had to be, they just had to fall just exactly how they fell. Um, bless you, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, Garoppolo getting injured and then Trey, uh, Trey Lance getting injured and then Garoppolo getting injured. And this is just a perfect storm that's going to lead to Brock Purdy taking over the NFL.
Yeah. Uh, I mean, the f 49ers, I mean, uh, just with getting CMC the past couple weeks, I mean, I've been watching the this 49ers team win by a couple points. I mean, not even letting the Bucks get double digits. I mean... They literally just said, yeah, no, you're, you're not scoring on us. They scored a touchdown. That's about it. And I think it was in the second quarter. Third. I'm not, third. So they were up like 27-0 going into halftime. I mean, that just proves to you that Debo Samuel, although he's hurt, so I don't know if what's going to happen with that. But I mean, Debo Samuel and CMC, that is that is a good duo right there. I mean, if Debo Samuel can come healthy playoff time, he doesn't need to play these last couple games. I mean, they already they're going to win their division and they're going to make it to the playoffs. I mean, it's kind of confirmed. Nobody's taking the division from them from them. But uh, we'll see where he is healthy wise. So. They said he's not out for the season, so I'm um, hopefully we get to see another playoff Debo. Debo Debo. <laughs> Sorry. Um Yeah, 49ers game, they blew Brady out. And what was crazy was um I saw uh I think a receiver uh a receiver from the 49ers uh or not a receiver, sorry, a defender on the 49ers, asked Brady to sign the ball he intercepted from Brady. And uh, that was pretty funny. And and another thing that's really cool and I like to see is Mr. Irrelevant beating up the former Mr. Irrelevant. And that's kind of, you know, foreshadow? Purdy? Purdy could be the next Brady? Is that possible in this age? Can somebody be the next Brady if they're the last pick in the draft? If they're given that opportunity? I don't know, but the fact is that, you know, Brady is done. This is it. This is it. It's done, and uh, I just, I don't know if, uh, like, I just don't know if anyone's going to be able to, you know, like, I don't I don't know if Brady is going to uh, um, be able to come back from what he's you know what he's done I, I don't think so from from his uh from his team and and what he's done all season is just horrendous so i don't think he would be able to come back next season for that um i have to leave uh i what i'm going to say is thursday night predictions do we have thursday or saturday thursday thursday okay so thursday we got games because I got to go. Thursday is 49ers and Seahawks. Okay, 49ers, Seahawks. I'm going to go the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that's... It's tough. Right. I'm going to... I'm going to... I don't know. Well, they lost two. They're big guys. We don't know how this is going to turn out for the 49ers, but... I already know the outcome because whenever I'm the first one to pick, I always lose. Um, so there we go. So who's yeah. winning the the Commanders and Giants game? The Commanders, duh. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm, I, I wish I would have left earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course not. I lost all faith like three weeks ago. Well, I mean, you know, while Sofa's still here, I'd like to say that, um, wow, that is a uh, an awful pick. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you're picking the team that just got dotted up by Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, uh, sure, yep. sure. Brock Purdy will bowl out, but uh, we'll get into predictions later. I would just like to mention before Nick Tofa leaves, uh, the Cowboys also did win this week, so your playoff ranks and your playoff hopes did not. Playoff hopes gone. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, We're also rooting for the Lions this week, Nick Tofa, because uh, if they win, they're going to overtake you since they have a win against you. Um, I know. But uh, this next game I want to (laughs) recap. Sexy speed. You know what? Let's go to the Lions game. Uh, Vikings versus Lions. And, um, well, the Lions won this game. And we see a hot team stay hot and uh, overtake the number one seed in their division. Now, this is not gonna. This is not gonna change anything in their division. However, that is a that is Nick changing his prediction to the Giants winning on Sunday. I hope he does know if he loses, he's a curse. And, uh, yeah. Um, but I think we see Jared Goff this week. 330 passing yards and three touchdowns. Um, I mean, he's he's really just been amazing. And people, like, people don't understand that. He's really not that bad. However, I think my props have to go out to Kirk Cousins. He has not been playing bad all year. And... In fact, he threw for 425 yards the other, uh, this game, but his defense just didn't show anything. And I think the Vikings have a problem. Uh, Justin Jefferson is sort of that guy that helps them get down the field. However, he just can't score a touchdown to save his life. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson, he had 223 yards, no touchdowns, but K.J. Osborne, and Adam Thielen got a touchdown. And Dalvin Cook got a rushing touchdown. Now, this game was really fun to watch, but the Lions winning this just shows, you know, maybe the Lions actually do have hope in the future winning this, uh, um, like winning in, the, in a, it, winning in the National Football League because we start to see a team that's sort of adapted be, uh, playing without a defense. But that's really the problem with the Lions is that they don't really have a defense. And so they just decide to score every time they touch the ball, and they have. And, you know, they uh, they took a lot of clock out. Um, they took a lot of clock out the uh, – like, they gained – or they had more time of possession, which honestly helped them win too. However, they had no turnovers that game. And uh, – the Vikings had too. So it was a bad game for the Vikings. But, um, you know, the Lions, they're making a push here. And they're a couple wins away from making the playoffs, at least the wild cards. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, and I'd just like to say that the Lions, 
do this just about every year where they are, um, well, nothing short of awful for uh, about the first, I don't know, 12 or so games. And then they'll uh, uh, win a few straight at the end of the year. Um, and that's what's been going on right now. Pretty sure they won last week, and they got the win this week. I mean, Jared Goff, really, it, it almost looks like the Rams might be regretting that trade at this point. You know, I, I bet they wish they had all the draft picks back, uh, especially because of Matthew Stafford's injury and how that's definitely going to uh, uh, eventually lead to him, you know, his production reducing by a lot. And uh, that team is just going to fade away into uh, irrelevancy. So um, I think the Lions are definitely the they definitely won the trade at this point. You know, Jared Goff is playing incredible against the ten and two, uh, ten and three now Vikings. Um, you know, three thirty passing yards, three touchdowns. He's just good. I mean, Jared Goff is he always does pretty solid. Um, I don't think he's really ever had a really bad season. Um, I mean, it's not like the Vikings went down without a fight. Uh, Kirk Cousins really did have an incredible game. Um, very accurate, and he threw for over 400 yards and two touchdowns, which is really good, especially for Kirk Cousins. Um, and Justin Jefferson had 11 receptions for 223 receiving yards, which is just I- insane. Uh, Justin Jefferson is looking like uh, really one of the best receivers of our time, and it looks like he might even be one of the greatest receivers of all time if his production keeps going the same, uh, you know, at the same rate that it is right now. I mean, I think the Lions have just done really solid the past couple of games. I mean, I think they're one of the teams that have been on a hot streak. Uh, I mean, there's, I see them as an over 500 team, and I see them in the playoffs. I know that's a bold statement. I mean, I think some of the teams that they play, I think they play the Bears, the Packers. We never know what can happen. I mean, the Lions' defense isn't totally that great, um, but their offense is just fantastic. I mean, I mean DeAndre Swift coming back, uh, Jamal Williams. Uh, I mean, this team is just really solid. And I think if Jared Goff keeps playing like he, he played Sunday, Jared Goff is going to have an amazing playoff run. I think we could see the Detroit Lions do something in the playoffs. I mean, if they play Minnesota, they've look, they played Minnesota, they've beaten and they've lost to Minnesota. So we never know what could truly happen to that team. And I think the Vikings are just some team that's overrated. I mean, there's not really... There's not really a there was never really a good Vikings team. I think seeing them being at the top of their division, I mean, yeah, the division all division's always been most of the pack, mostly the Packers the past couple of years, but now we're seeing a different Vikings team. And I think with Justin Jefferson, Thielen, uh Dalvin Cook, I mean, this team is just is good, but I mean, losing to the Lions is just if that happens in the playoffs, the Vi- Vikings fans. I mean, you're gonna feel sadly depressed. I mean, it's it's true. I mean, they never ex- they expected to win against the Lions and they didn't. So 
We'll see what could happen. We'll see what things will go on in the future, and we'll see whether or not um, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and Jared Goff, will they keep this run up, or will they start choking toward the end? I mean, these weeks count, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and uh, this next game I want to recap, the Cowboys game, and Oh boy, was this embarrassing! Um, you know the uh, little Dallas matchup. Uh, you know a little Texas matchup, and uh, for the majority of the game, I think. I think for the majority of the game, the Texans were up, and uh, we started to see the Texans might actually win another football game. I think, other than like what week. God knows when. I mean, they only have one win. I mean, guys, this is this is a terrible football team we're witnessing. And uh, well, this Dallas game was embarrassing, to say the least. Dak Prescott again shows why he can at times be good and at times be really bad. And whenever he is bad, he is awful. You throw, I think, at least one interceptions. It could be two possibly three against a terrible Texans secondary, terrible Texans defense. Everything about the Texans just screamed terrible. And, I mean, it took all of you guys to drive 98 yards to win the game against the Dallas – I mean, not the Dallas, against the Houston Texans. I mean, this was, this was just utter embarrassing. The Cowboys had all of their guys playing. Either they had nobody injured. They didn't have any backups. And I mean, this was just like this was bad. And um, you know, Dallas fans, after critics being so high on on the Cowboys, I think we're just starting to show maybe we're maybe just maybe we're we are overrating this team. Wow. Um, <laughs> such an impressive win for the 10-3 and Dallas Cowboys. Wow. You won by four against the Texans. Congratulations. You barely beat a 1-11-1 and <laughs> team. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say, Sean. I mean, I guess a win, and a, well, a win is a win. But, um, yeah, uh, you really got to do what I did and just take this time to self-reflect on your team. Also, um, uh, Davis Mills did pretty good at this one. What? Yeah, Davis Mills was 16 for 21. He had 171 passing yards. One pick, though. Did better than – who did he even have Kyle Allen in for, like, the past three weeks? Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll coming in at the end. Uh this team is a mess, and Dak um, Prescott isn't looking that great. Come playoffs time, they're going to lose. Um, and uh, one last thing, uh, Bryce Young, quarterback of the Texans next year. Nothing less to say. <sighs> I have no words for this win. Dak Prescott, the last three games... 
two interceptions, one interception, two interceptions. He's thrown zero intercep zero interceptions once. Every game he decides he wants to throw at least one interception, and of course it had to be against the Texans, who are terrible. They are the worst team in NFL right now. I mean, a win is a win. I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, he threw for almost 300 yards. Not an impressive game by Prescott. I mean, I'm just going to say that he threw one passing touchdown. Tony Pollard had two touchdowns. Elliott had that touchdown in the fourth quarter, driving. We were right there. Um, you know, I think this is just we need to genuflect over this win. I think we need to play more carefully against the Jaguars next Sunday, and especially when we play the Eagles on Christmas Eve. We need to uh, – I don't want to hear anything. You guys are hating on a team that's 10-3. and three. Um, We will see what happens next week. If the Jaguars win, I will not be here next Tuesday. If the Cowboys win, I will be here and tell you we, we won – and it goes for the Eagles as well. If the Eagles win, I will not be here when we come back. I will never come back. I need the Cowboys to ha- I need the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl. I've been waiting for the past couple of years. It has never happened. Um you know, I mean, it just needs to happen this year. The legend, the best coach in the NFL, Mike McCarthy, is going to lead us to a Super Bowl. Isn't that right, Nick? I mean, I don't see the Bills winning a Super Bowl either, so we have a better chance than you, so. All right, all right, we'll see what happens. You gotta play Brady round one, and you gotta play nobody. Okay, Brady has been terrible this year. We do realize what happened in week one, though. That was week one. Okay. Week one, it's, 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 you know what? (sighs) Can't wait for the Bills to lose this week. The Dolphins are winning. And there again is another Cowboys fan press that their team isn't as good as they think they are. We're 10-3. What do you mean we're not good? Um, I said as good as you guys think you guys are. Um, This next game I want to recap is actually the talk of the town. It is a Thursday night football game, and um, the Raiders and the Rams. Now, none of these teams are exciting, and none of these teams are performing well. However, I do want to say Baker Mayfield uh, – coming out of the I mean I don't even think he had a practice with the Rams and I mean he just he came out and I think he drove did someone correct me here I think it was like what 99 yards 98 yards to um to win the game throwing that dot to Van Jefferson off of a streak beating that cover two man defense I mean (laughs) Baker Mayfield again he's Probably not as bad as we think he is. And although he had struggles with the Browns and, um, uh, you know, with the Browns and definitely with Carolina, I think now putting him under McVeigh, you know, uh, the game plan genius is is really um, 
it's really enlightening for him, and he's he's gonna learn a lot. And again, Baker Mayfield, he has a cannon of an arm, and he he's not that bad. And this was a good, this was, like this was a morale boosting win for the Rams because the Rams really should not be losing games like this, and they did not. I do want to mention, um, you know, Josh Jacobs had another really great game, and I think that's their only upside about the Raiders team this year is Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby got another sack, but. If you are the Raiders, I mean, you really just got to be mad. And I mean, there is no way you are happy with anything that is happening right now with the Raiders. I mean, everything has just been just lackluster and something you just didn't expect. Well, what did I say? I said that Baker Mayfield was going to lead the Rams to a win um, and that he was going to throw for... 300 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he got them to the win. He didn't throw for 300 passing yards. He didn't throw for two touchdowns, but he still had a good game. I was close enough. Um, another just incredible prediction by me. Um, but in all seriousness, um, yeah, Baker Mayfield is not the uh, not the key to fixing this franchise. Uh, this is just a Baker Mayfield cycle uh, again. It's going to be exactly like it was uh, with the Browns, exactly like it was with the Panthers, where Baker Mayfield plays uh, a few good games, um, and, and then he's garbage again, uh, and then he gets traded to a new team, and he plays good for a good few games, and then he's garbage again. Uh, yeah, uh, Baker Mayfield, I mean, in, in all honesty, if Baker Mayfield wasn't the first overall pick, in the draft was, he, was the first. he was the first if Baker Mayfield wasn't the first overall pick in the draft um I really don't think he would even have a shot like he like he really does have now um I, I don't even know Baker Mayfield is a terrible quarterback and the, the success with the Rams is not going to last very long maybe two three more games at best but yeah that's about it yeah, I mean, the Rams are not the same, uh, especially without Cooper Cup. I mean, he's been injured for a couple games now. Um, I mean, I was high on the Raiders winning this game. I think everyone had the Raiders. They just fell short. I mean, Baker Mayfield just coming out of getting released by the Panthers. And now signs with the Rams. His first game with the Rams... And they got to win. I mean, not many teams do that. I mean, I mean, I wish they had done it earlier in the season so that the Rams could potentially make a wild card spot. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, I mean, the Raiders. It's it's kind of looking like their season is a little bit over. They're five and eight. Um, I mean, the Raiders were so doing so horrible in the beginning. I mean, I think I would have loved for them to make a wild card spot. There is still time. I mean, they need to win the next couple of games. Um, the Rams, they either they need to look for a solid quarterback. I mean, just Matthew Stafford is not getting it done. I think. I mean, Matthew Stafford just had a lucky season last year. I mean, the Rams. I mean, without I mean, Aaron Donald has been out for a while. OBJ played with them. He was a huge impact with them. 
And I think if everyone stays healthy, I mean, even if they kept OBJ, I think the Rams team would have been good. But, I mean, the Rams, they need some improvement next season. Yeah, and I mean, the Rams, I guess losing OBJ, they can blame, but something's just off about the Rams, and they're just not looking that good. Uh, this next game I want to recap is um, it's a game that pained me to hear and to watch a little bit, which is the Panthers and the Seahawks. And as much as I want the Seahawks to make the playoffs, because I despise Brian Dable, and although I don't think he's going to win Coach of the Year, I really wanted Pete Carroll to, and I like Geno Smith. And uh, However, um, yeah, this loss to the Panthers really sort of, sort of defines all of their hard work that they put into it. I mean, this... Like this was bad. Um, I think Geno Smith threw two picks this game. I mean, their defense again. We start to see that they just can't get a stop to save their life, and um, it's overall led to a loss. This is, I think, their second loss in a row. Or yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's just been horrible for the Seahawks here, and they're just. They're shooting their own playoff spot away. Um, it's just, it's, yeah, it's again, it's, it's an unfortunate seeing. Something you don't want to see from this team. The same thing happened with uh, with the Falcons, you know. They were looking good for the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, they don't make it. And the Seahawks right now, it's looking like the same story. And uh, again, that is just very unfortunate. Yeah, and... Uh... Well, Geno Smith threw, I'm pretty sure he threw two picks that game, which is, uh, you know, Geno Smith is, I don't know what's been going on with Geno. I mean, he's been playing accurate, but uh, he's just been throwing some picks in the past few weeks, and they've been losing. I think Lucas said it's their second straight loss in a row. I don't know what happened. I mean, this, I, I... for most of the season, this Seahawks team look, it looked completely unstoppable. Um, but now I think a lot of their flaws are being shown. Um, and it's just sad that Sam Darnold is um, the one that's exposing them. I mean, Sam Darnold is an awful quarterback. Um, and just because he's gotten the Panthers two wins doesn't mean that he's, you know, the hot stuff, uh, you know, in the league right now. Um, Sam Darnold is, is trash, uh, and I'm sure the Panthers might select a quarterback in the next draft or sign a free agent. Or, I mean, I think the move for the Panthers is just to wait for Matt Corral to come back from injury because Matt Corral, is, is he, when, he's gonna, when he plays, he's going to be a stud. Uh, so, yeah, this Panthers team is broken. And, yeah, with the loss of Christian McCaffrey, too, I mean – you thought that they would be losing every single game because McCaffrey was just about the only bit of light on that team. And he's gone, and they're still playing good, I guess, for the moment. But um, Sam Darnold is not the key to their problems. And uh, this offseason, off I think the Panthers are going to have to pick up a lot of players in order for them to be uh, somewhat decent again. Yeah, I mean, it's the Seahawks have been very impressive. 
um, over the past, I mean, this year, I mean, the Seahawks are just doing something right. Um, and I think the Seahawks, I think Geno Smith has been doing something right. Um, I mean, I think, I don't know. DJ Metcalf is an extremely great player. Um, traded him in fantasy, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, I mean, the Seahawks, I mean, they're seven and six. They're looking like a potential team that could lose a wild card spot. Um, you have a team like the Lions who are closing in on them. Um, I believe the next closest team would be the Packers. Now, the Packers could go on a streak and win four straight, let's be honest. It's not going to happen, though. The Packers, I don't see that happening. I mean, they do play easy teams, but the Lions have to lose. And the Lions also have an easy, very easy schedule. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, I said the Seahawks will be one game out of the wild card. I think the Lions will take over that spot. Fortunately, I would love to see Geno Smith in the playoffs, but I mean, I don't think it's—I don't think it's possible. The Seahawks have been losing two straight. Um, I don't know who the Seahawks play next week. Um, 49ers. Oh, oh, that's the Thursday night game. Oh, I mean, the 49ers—that's going to be a tough game. Um, we'll see how Geno Smith plays. If Geno Smith plays like Geno Smith in the first couple of weeks, um. I think we could potentially have a Seahawks win. Um, but we'll get into that after. Uh, yeah, and this, uh, boys get ready because uh, this next game we're going to be talking about is uh, the Chiefs and the Broncos with uh, Mr. Mr. Unlimited. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, this Broncos team is just horrible. <laughs> I mean, I think the Chiefs thought this was going to be an easy win. And, uh, well, you have Mahomes throwing three interceptions. Sort of keeping the Broncos in the game. But it's all right because the Chiefs are so horrible. I mean, not the Chiefs. The Broncos are so horrible that they still could not win. They lost by six. Uh, <laughs> the Broncos. I think this is the Broncos' highest scoring game all year. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it results in a loss, and it just looks like whatever's carried them all year, which has been their defense, it, it's just now it's like this week their defense just failed them. I mean, it's been horrible. I mean, when you're starting running back is Latavius Murray, and your backup is Marlon Mack. I mean, listen, we are not in 2012. <laughs> Those running backs are not going to cut it for you. And, I mean, Jerry Judy after the game was frustrated as he had three touchdowns for eight receptions and 73 yards. I mean, he quite literally played his heart out. And we just see again how we – this is just this is a dumpster fire, man. The Broncos, I don't even know what their answer is. I think you should just fire Nathaniel Hackett. And, um, yeah, but uh, this is a great win, I guess, for the Chiefs. They advance to ten and three, same record as the Bills.
Yeah, incredible game for Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure. He, yeah, he's 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 leading the leading leading the league in passing yards. He's over 4,000 passing yards, and he's got to be getting close to like 35, 40 touchdowns. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has really been really good this year, um, and Mr. Unlimited has unfortunately not been very good. Uh, yeah, and I don't know what's gonna go on. Um, you know, maybe. Maybe they'll keep Russell Wilson around, you know, for if they draft a rookie quarterback or if they sign somebody young. Maybe they're uh, maybe they'll just try to I don't know grow him uh, with with Russell Wilson teaching him you know how to be a good quarterback. Even though I don't think Russell Wilson can, can teach him how to be a good quarterback. Um, I don't know. The Broncos team is a mess. I watched this game, um, mostly the third or fourth quarter. <laughs> um, I think the Chiefs, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one of the people that we have to mention in the MVP. Um, I mean, I think him and Jalen Hurts are the top two quarterbacks that are in my MVP votes and should be in every MVP votes. Um... I think, you know, the Chiefs, I believe they're 10-3. and three. Um, I think the Chiefs are just one of the teams that have just been playing incredibly good right now. And incredibly, and their defense has been stepping up. Travis Kelsey has been doing amazing as usual. One of the best tight ends in the league. Um, I mean, one of the best tight ends of all time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I can't wait for the Chiefs to get um, far enough when they have to face the Bills because that's a, another rematch. Um, we all know what happened last year to the Bills in the playoffs. Lost to the Chiefs. Um, so if that happens again, um, I mean, if it's in Buffalo, then... The Bills, obviously, are going to win that. It's in Buffalo. But, I mean, the Chiefs, that's going to be a great matchup. And, I mean, we'll see what goes on um, going forward. And we'll hopefully see the Chiefs may do something and maybe go to the uh, Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, we're closing up on uh – some reca- uh, some week fourteen recap games. However, um, I guess this last game we're going to talk about is the uh, the Jaguars and the Titans. And um, Trevor Lawrence looked amazing this game and this week, and uh, he really showed off for. I mean, he sh- he showed off in Tennessee. Three hundred and sixty-eight yards, three touchdowns. Um, even without a rushing game, I think the Jaguars, yeah, they had 60 rushing yards total. They passed for 368. And, um, I mean, this was just an amazing game all around for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Evan Engram, as I picked him up and dropped Tyler Higby because I just felt like it. And it it really paid off. He had 162 yards, 11 receptions, and two touchdowns. I mean, he's, he's really just been amazing for um, – the Jacksonville Jaguars, whenever he does show up to play. 
and uh, Andrew Wingard with, a, with an interception. I mean, it's, listen, this Tennessee Titans team, again, they're just sort of showing the world how they're not as good as you would think they would be. And, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, they, they for sure have something. They really do. And uh, it might not be a dynasty right now, but they're working towards it. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence has been playing really good this season. Um, and Evan Ingram, one of the people that they picked up in free agency last year, just balled out this, this week. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really too much to say. It's really an embarrassing loss for the Titans. Um, <laughs> man, the Titans are quite bad. Um, and I guess the Jaguars might be legit. I, I don't really know. Maybe when they play a really good team, you know, not a team like the Titans, maybe they'll, uh, true, their, their true colors will be showed. I don't have much to say on this game, as I want to move on this game quick. Um, I think the Jaguars played a great game. Titans, a little overrated. Um, I mean, Ryan Tannehill did not have the best of games. I mean, the Titans, I mean... They're kind of closing in on um, making it to the wild card, and I think, I mean, even if we see them in the wild card, they won't go as far. I mean, the Titans are a good team, but um, there are better teams than the Titans. Um, as for the Jaguars, they're not going to make, they're not going to go anywhere this postseason. Um, I was extremely high on them. Um, you know, I think. Their quarterback, um, I'm blanking on his name for some reason. Who? Uh, Jaguars quarterback? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. There we go. There you go. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, uh, I was extremely high on him. You know, I thought the Jaguars were going to end up winning that division. <sighs> I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Jaguars next year. There's nothing going on with the Jaguars this year. Titans... We'll see what see what's happened. We'll see what's gonna happen with them in the next couple of weeks. And uh, now we're going to our Thursday night and Monday night predictions. Uh, and uh, we have 49ers and Seahawks as the first game. And uh, if you asked me a week ago or earlier in the season, I would probably go Seahawks. However. Now I'm gonna go with the 49ers as, as um. You know, it's just the Niners have been hot. They've been probably the best second half team that we've ever seen, and with Brock Purdy. Uh, I mean, they're gonna win this game for sure, <laughs> even if they're playing on the road. And listen. It's it, it just I, again. It's just pathetic to see because the Seahawks were in such a good position to win the division, and now they're just not. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that the 49ers are going to take the win this Thursday night, and Brock Purdy will throw for 200, 250 passing yards, uh, and I want to say. Two, three touchdowns. Well, yeah, two, three touchdowns, 200, 250 passing yards, uh, no picks, and maybe maybe a rushing touchdown if he feels uh, confident in himself. Um, what is the Thursday uh, Monday night game? Sorry? Uh, 
the, the, the Monday night will be the Rams and the Packers. Oh. Rams and the Packers. I think the Rams are going to win this one. Baker Mayfield will throw about three interceptions, though. And, uh, well, I haven't had my Monday night prediction yet. And, um, well, you know, my favorite quarterback of all time is Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I'm never going to bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially against a horrible Rams team and Christian Watts (laughs) finding out his role in the offense and emerging as a rookie. (laughs) I have the Packers here. I have the Packers winning this. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry if, if I'm laughing here. Um, um, Thursday night, I have, the, I have the 49ers, I think, as any team would. I mean, the 49ers are hot. Monday night, um, I have the Rams. I think Baker Mayfield is going to have another good game, and I think – we're going to see the Packers end up losing. This concludes uh, our Week 14 recap. We will be here next Tuesday to recap Week 15. Uh, Tune in.